you would think that everybody would be interested in hiring you because firsthand info, you know, first information, uh, doing it at home, but also you've got these advanced degrees. You would think that you would be the most qualified person, um, but it's all often counted against you the the time that you took to be with your kids, and and I think that's across the board for women in general, but it's particularly poignant for those of us who have special needs kids and took the time and had to get educated to do it, that it's counted against us. But you you have now overcome this, Mari? I, in the midst of doing it, um, what I would like to tell parents is never to give up. And it is a very humbling experience when you walk in there and your interviewer doesn't take your background seriously yeah. because there was not a paycheck attached to it. Um, even though if you did the very same thing in a job and you showed it on a resume, they would take it seriously. Um, yeah. Like yeah. a mediator therapist. So what I decided to do was prove them wrong. If they didn't believe that I could do the job, I would go out and develop a way to prove to them that I could do it, make a name for myself. So I started blogging. I started advocating, and as I started doing that, they started noticing me and inviting me in to do public speaking and realizing what I was capable of doing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's an important lesson for everybody. And I and I had shared with you the other day uh, when, you, when we had had a conversation about this via email that I uh, was so frightened when uh, we got to a point, I was doing work out of my home. That was the way that I figured out how to have my son at home and doing therapy was that I started a business at home. And I was doing that, but we got to a point where I needed to be out of the home for my mental health. And, uh -huh. and I needed to yes, get out to, to make a better paycheck, too, because starting a business is is really hard. And it, I wasn't making what I needed it to make. So I needed to be out of the home. And I had a master's degree already, had been a college professor, but I needed something a little bit uh, different hours. So I was willing to take a night job and apply to a rather big chain store to work through the night shift because it was a 24-hour store. And I, I remember having to go through this process to be able to work there and then at the end was told that the best that I could get paid was minimum wage because not because I didn't have a lot of experience in that kind of stuff but because I couldn't point to a paycheck other than the business that I had for the two years prior and I said, but A, I had this business that I owned, that I was running, that was, you know, making money. And, you know, B, I was with my child helping take care of my child who, you know, had something that was going on. And I was told that that doesn't count towards anything, um, that if I had gone directly to that job uh, from the last job I had been at, I would have been paid almost twice what they were offering me. And, and it made me sad for all women who ever took time off to be with a child. Uh, but as I said, it's particularly disturbing for those of us who stay home with a child out of necessity. Exactly. And you made a good point because when I was turned down in a couple of positions, I offered to take a lower level job to show them what I could do. Yeah. And their comeback to that was, well, why would you have a graduate degree and be willing to come in here and take a bachelor's level job? 
what is wrong with you? <laughs> you want to be able to feed your kids. Uh, that's, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a I, I that we seriously all got that response. Yeah. Uh, it's a difficult economy and we all need to keep food on the table. But I love the idea, Mari, that in a sense, I mean, the biggest advice that I give to parents all the time when they're trying to go back is make sure that you hire yourself first. That and, and it sounds like you did exactly that, that you hired yourself to write blogs. You hired yourself to be able to be in a position to be speaking at something. And it is amazing the perception shift that comes from an employer when you've hired yourself. It puts you in a different light. And I, and I think it's genius what you did that you, you know, you've set yourself up as somebody you have a forum in which to display your expertise. Thank you. And not only not only is that going to help you in the job market, but it's also helping other people. It's a way of giving back to the community, which takes me back to that the fact that the blog is called Taking the Dis Out of Disabled, uh, subtitled Promoting Acceptance and Tolerance for Differently Abled Individuals One Article at a Time. It's great. Right now you've got a blog up, Parenting a Child with Asperger's, What I Have Learned from Him. So I Correct. think a lot of parents um, can learn from this. We want to make sure that we know that if they go to M Nosal, which is N O S A L 49 at, uh, at WordPress.com, or is it dot WordPress.com? It's at WordPress, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, uh, great way for them to be able to get a hold of you. And it sounds like you're available for speaking if somebody would like to have you speak. I am, and I'm also on Amazon as well. Okay, wonderful. So uh, I'm I'm so glad. And, and you just recently, um, I don't, was this the blog that you would read me about? You've got one blog that's getting a lot of attention lately. Um, I did one on special needs parents have the toughest job in the world. That's the one. We, I published it on March 4th. It is trending. It is going upwards to 6,000 Facebook shares. Wonderful. Since March 4th. Wonderful. And the one thing about blogging that I would suggest to parents is it's not only a way to help people that are walking the path that you've been on, but it is cathartic in a way. Yeah. I, do, I, you know, I think it's good therapy to write about whether you're going to share it publicly or not. I think it's really good therapy to write about what you're going through. It's a great way to vent and to be able to organize things, your thoughts in a way so that you look at it and notice what, the amazing thing that you've done. Uh, you know, that having gotten through, you know, and survived, whether it's you just got a diagnosis yesterday with your child and you survived that, that's something that's worth writing about. But somebody like you, Mari, I mean, you know, we, you've, you've been at this for a while. Your, your kids are adults, correct? Yes. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things you should be congratulated. It is the toughest job. And you've been doing it for a long time. And in my son's case, and this would be an example of never giving up, um, as I said, people did not really know what Asperger's was a decade ago. And I kept getting told he was lazy. Um, he just didn't want to try. And for eight years, I fought for a test. It took me eight years to get him tested. And I never gave up. Yeah. And it turned out that he had processing issues, um, verbal receptive issues, um, all 
types of things, but this is an example of what a special needs parent has to offer. They they follow through. They never give up. Yeah, and and it, the the perseverance aspect of it. See, I, we talk all the time on the show about how employers should hire individuals who are on the spectrum because. Their work is detail-oriented. They care deeply about doing a good job, um, and and they are wonderful at following rules as a rule. Um, but I we haven't talked a lot about why people should hire autism parents. Autism parents are people who can persevere in situations that no one else can persevere. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean. Some of the questions they ask you in an interview and they say you're not experienced, it's quite ironic. <laughs> um, can, can you um, handle yourself in crisis? Yeah. Well, gee, um, a parent who has a bolter, for example, <laughs> yeah. they're cooking dinner and they have a child that can hop a safety gate <laughs> yeah. at, at, at the speed that outdoes an Olympic hurdler. <laughs> yes, yes. And manage to grab them before they run out the door. Yeah. Can they multitask <laughs> cooking dinner and sensing with the ability of somebody who's psychic that their child is about to go into a meltdown three rooms away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and drop everything, get in there, um, calm that child down, and then get back to cooking dinner. Right. Without burning it. It's so Exactly. It's I mean so it's true. ironic. All the questions they ask, are you a team player? Um, have you ever seen a parent trying to maneuver at an IEP meeting with teachers, specialists, professionals, <laughs> right. fighting for what their child needs in a very tactful way when what they really want to tell these people at that time is quite the opposite of what they're verbalizing? Yes. <laughs> and I won't say it on a show, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we all know. We all know exactly what you're thinking. You know, so... Um, you could go on and on about the work experiences that um, parallel. Well, I, I I truly applaud what you're doing, Mari. Uh, we encourage everybody to check out your blog. And again, you can find that at mnosal, N-O-S-A-L 49 at wordpress.com. 